This Morning with Jalen Nye and Daryl McIntyre is brought to you by Abe's Door Service, where service is their specialty. Visit abesdoor.ca. Seven thirty-six on your Tuesday morning. Uh, we often talk when our regular technical producer Sarah Fox is in. She's always talking about what she saw on TikTok, mm-hmm. and you know we enjoy it and we laugh. But for the most part, I think of TikTok as being just a, you know a fun little frivolous thing. But as in any kind of social media. Uh, if it becomes popular, you can use it for for good and for bad, but you can certainly use it for education. Yeah. Trying to make connections with the people who are on that particular platform, which tends to skew a little bit younger, mm-hmm. I think. If you can actually uh, make a connection with that group, then you know there are conversations that can be launched. And that's exactly what two RCMP officers based out of Brooks, Alberta, are doing. Uh, Corporal Josh Argue and Constable Sharon Peters joining us this morning, and uh, they have a really successful. TikTok account called at Safe Communities. Um, Josh and Sharon, welcome to the show. Thank you. Good morning. Good morning, guys. Nice to have you along. So, okay, give us an idea first off. How long have the two of you been running the Safe Communities TikTok account? Well, I guess we got to give uh, before we, we've been doing it now for just over two years. We do need to give a shout out to our safe community facilitator, Kendra Steven, who's the the brains and the the one that edits and, and asks us. She's the voice behind it. The high Kendra, that's her. So it's been about two years though. Okay, and so why TikTok? Why did you think that this was going to be a spot that could make great connections? Well, during COVID, as we all know, uh, life changed for everybody. And I worked as a school resource officer and Josh was my supervisor and Kendra was in my unit. And I said, guys, how do we connect with youth right now? Everyone's at home, they're online. Um, And Kendra said, what about using our social media channels and trying to get educational videos out to them through TikTok? And so that's how we started. Yeah, and then to piggyback off that, it, it, once we started seeing success from it, because when you look at it, when we go and we do like an in-person presentation uh, or you know speaking to any interest or stakeholder groups in Brooks, you're getting maybe anywhere between 10 to 30 people. But when we put something online, like we're touching thousands, sometimes millions of people that are viewing this. How many followers do you have? Is that how it works out? <laughs> I think we're sitting at like 364,000 right now, God. which is... Insane when you think like, we're not we're not dancing we're not doing any like fun sk- funny skits we're actually just sitting here you have police officers in front of a camera answering a question. Uh, that's that's an enormous. Is there any way to identify or do you have metrics that tell you sort of demographics of who is connecting in or do you figure that out more in terms of uh, of of the interaction maybe with the comments uh, to figure out who's who's actually watching who's following you. Oh, no, there's a whole bunch of demographics and an algorithm, and Kendra's in charge of all of that. And she's the one that um, knows, like, the peak times to post videos, and uh, <laughs> she'll tell us the demographic that's watching. And so it's pretty cool, actually. We've learned a lot from her about how the TikTok account works and how to um, time things properly. And we, we seem to have people tuning in from all over the world, too. Like, whenever we do a live, like, we'll have, if we're on there for an hour or say, like, you... We'll, We'll have times where we'll get upwards of like 10,000 people in the room at that time. But then when you look at the demographics and analytics after, like we had over 70,000 people tune in at one of our, our lives. And that's insanely successful. And one of the ways that I challenge when people say, you know, how our time is being spent is all we're really doing is taking the, the t- tried, tested and true method of a foot patrol. And we're just digitizing it, essentially. We're doing a digital global foot patrol. And it the biggest success, guys, that we found is it just gives people that instant access, especially if they're active in the, the chat while we're doing a live and we're actually answering their questions. And it's funny when you hear people say, oh, my God, I actually never 
had a police officer answer that question for me. Mm-hmm. Corporal Josh Argue, Constable Sharon Peters, uh, two uh, Mounties based out of Brooks, Alberta, running the Safe Communities TikTok account. So just clarify something for me. I thought earlier this year that TikTok was kind of banned from uh, federal um, uh, federal mobile mobile devices. What's going on here? So we have a human loophole, we'll call her, and she's openly okay with that. And that is the Safe Communities Facilitator, like we said, the, the brains behind it, Kendra okay. Steven. So she is employed by the, the City of Brooks as well as the County of Newell as a joint shared position to bring apart, like to bring, you know, crime prevention and wellness and community um, engagement to the, the region. And so we're actually using her as that human loophole to get around it. Because okay. yes, we you were totally right. And we did for a short period of time once the RCMP saw the success of our page, start a K division, which is the Alberta yep. division for the RCMP, TikTok page. But unfortunately, due to national pro- things out of our reach, we're no longer able to do that. Wow. Now, now, Sharon and Josh, you guys show up. Sorry, Sharon and Josh, you guys show up quite regularly on this, but you're not the only ones. There's, there's other RCMP officers, but there's also peace officers or there's bylaws offer officers I'm seeing some EMS folks and that kind of thing so it's sort of spreading around the knowledge I guess yes absolutely uh, one of the things that we realize people have questions about law enforcement about emergency responders in general right so um, Kendra reached out because she works for the city and connected with all of our partners and brought some questions and answers that she was getting on the account um, to other partners and they have also um, enjoyed being a part of the page and seeing the success of getting information out there to the community in Canada at large the fun part too is when you, you get a new partner on there whether it's uh, a peace officer bylaw firefighter EMS and, and you can see how nervous they are at first <laughs> and then after like two or three or even uh, doing a live session like you can actually see the confidence growing and that's when they actually feel comfortable to to share a lot of the knowledge and first-hand experiences they have so that in itself is also a lot of fun to see. One of the articles that I was reading um, you two was about um, and you guys made some comments about talking about sexual assault and uh, that topic can be a very very difficult one a challenging one but I mean they're important conversations to have more now than ever but you're you're getting good response to some difficult difficult issues yes absolutely I would say that's one of our biggest successes we're breaking down myths we're breaking down barriers uh, we have lots of kids who I mean they're not gonna come and talk to us maybe at the detachment or see us around but they'll send us a message on our Instagram account or on our um, TikTok, and they're asking about sexual assault and they're saying hey like I'm not sure if this was one or not and so we're just trying to give them the concrete information explain the criminal code and also explain that coming to talk to a police officer um, there's different options that they have in front of them it doesn't mean we have to charge sometimes for a lot of victims they just want to be heard and validated and that's enough and for others they do want to go through the court process mm-hmm. but our processes as RCMP and police in general have really changed we've really gone to a trauma-based informed approach and so we're trying to really be there for the victim and let them um, really control kind of the outcome depending on the scenario obviously yeah yeah and, and that's the biggest thing is bring that education piece because as we all know like everyone in their community can show you where a police station is mm-hmm. but what actually goes on behind those doors it's it's so foreign to them and oftentimes they it's full of misinformation and so when you can actually give that information of if you guys do report this is the steps you can expect this is what you can expect timeline you know as best as possible and the really cool part is when you get people that reach out and say i just want you guys to know that because of what we saw or because of what i heard i actually went and reported something that happened to me you know five years ago ten years ago last weekend and that 
just giving them that ability to empower them to make that decision to uh, further them along and be part of their journey right there it is a huge responsibility and one that we're all proud to do as well well and, and I, I think i like sort of the uh, just the way you guys answer the questions too or the other members right it's very matter of fact it's not over the top uh you know this is super serious you must, it's it, it's very conversational yeah. it's just it's just straight up i sort of let's one, one example yeah, and one of the things that we, we started and we said when we started doing the page and, and seeing the success is we tell people we're not going to shy away from a question and we're not going to be upset at you asking something. Just, all we ask is that you be respectful and then you just listen to the answer. You still might not agree, but we're not going to shy away and just avoid like a, a hard question, right? Like we all know there's there's sorry things that have been not great done by police. And when we acknowledge that, it helps further the yeah. conversation as opposed to just people thinking we're just going to hide any wrongdoings as well done by a police officer anywhere. Right. Well, you know, for years we've we've heard about community policing and we know that community policing has certainly changed over the past number of years. But this is another way. This is this is just a different part of that now to get everyone back into that community. Absolutely. We found it so um definitely something that needed to come during a, a time where the world was uh, in, a, in a tr- time of turmoil and unprecedented times. How do we still connect with our community? And now coming out of that, like it's really changed our conversations, even working in our schools and right here in Brooks. Like Anywhere we go, kids who've seen any of the members on uh, TikTok, like they come up and they say, hey, I saw your video. This, yeah. And they'll tell us what they liked about it or what they didn't like. <laughs> yeah. Kids are honest, right? But Making connections. Really that's huge. That's right. Yeah. 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 And that's the whole purpose of it. And that's what community policing is about as well, right? Is yeah. Whether it's breaking down that barrier or building those connections with those, those groups out there that need to see us and need to be involved with us and to know that, uh, that we are there for them and that these, you know, again, it's that giving information on the unknown is the biggest thing. And then you get so many friendships and positive relationships built from that. Uh, it's funny. I'm going through all the different, not funny, you know, some of them are uh, <laughs> different topics. Can you be charged what you do online? Uh, if you have a, a learner's permit, does your supervisor have to be sober when they're driving? Or then I came across this one about about facial hair for, for officers. Hey, Logan. <laughs> yes, Kendra. Um, so people don't think that cops are allowed to have beards. Is that the case? Henry, what do you think? <laughs> I think we're them. Yeah, <laughs> in that particular one, both of the guys being asked have facial hair. So, yeah, it can be some fun stuff. It can be, and that was also the, hi, Kendra. You hear that an awful lot on all of you. <laughs> it can be fun, but it's supposed to be engaging, and I think you guys are doing a great job of it. So uh, congratulations to Kendra. Like you said, the brain's behind mm-hmm. it, but also uh, your guys, your faces, and your interaction. Well done. Awesome. Thank, Thank you so much. much. Nice talking with you both. Continued success on that front. It is uh, Corporal Josh Argue and Constable Sharon Peters joining us this morning. Again, the website, not the website, uh, the TikTok account is at Safe Community, so you can check it out there. That's that's still technically a website, though, isn't it? www.tiktok.com slash Safe Community. So technically, you are absolutely right, ma'am. I don't know. I'm not on the TikToker. You're you're so right. Sometimes you don't even know that you're right. It's one of the ones I'm like saying, no, I'm not on it. I don't want to do it. And did you call it the TikToker? I did. Well done. My Uh, husband's on the TikToker. TikTok, time's, time's going. Recipes. Recipes. Recipe. I had TikTok pasta last night for supper. TikTok pasta. <laughs> and I saw, I saw you had the TikTok uh, Big Mac tacos. I did have the Big Mac tacos, too. Yeah, they're good, huh? They are very good. Mm-hmm. I really All right. enjoyed them. I might tacos. need to hear more about this. Yeah. Oh, uh, tasty. After this.
This Morning with Jalen Nye and Daryl McIntyre. Presented by Abe's Door Service. With 24-7 emergency service where you speak to an actual person. Visit abesdoor.ca. Seven fifty-one on your Tuesday morning. Okay, uh, I, I saw some pictures of it uh, during the commercial break of a Big Mac taco. Not exactly what I was expecting. I thought you just went to McDonald's, grabbed a Big no. Mac, stuck it in a taco, and it was just disgusting. No, that would no. be disgusting. You're this right. is this. It's a it's a burger in a taco. It's just that's all it yeah, is. Yeah, but it's the Big Mac sauce, right? That you, and and I, I can I'll send it to you. I got the recipe for the mm. Big Mac sauce, which my surprisingly turned out pretty good. Mm-hmm. So it's 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 a homemade. It's not like a secret. Recipe? Uh, no, it's oh, well, like, uh, what is it? It's mayo, ketchup, French Secret. mustard, pickle juice, paprika, garlic, and onion salt. All you have to do is Google Big Mac sauce online. It's not so secret. Trust yeah, you me. get the uh, feeling. I've never done that. Cause Coach made it too uh, a little while back. Said it was really good. We've done that. Uh, the the TikTok pasta mm-hmm. with the roasted tomatoes and yep. like the the cheese yep. or whatever it is in good there. Feta cheese and gar- lots that of garlic. That was a good one. Yep. Uh, Coach did. Uh, a chopped up like sub sandwich. You chop up all the ingredients, like chop, chop, chop. Have you seen yeah. that one? Chop, like chop. all the meat with all one. that yeah. with the tomato, and then you just scoop it all up and put it on a instead of laying it. Yeah. So Jim tried that one. He said that was pretty good as well. Hmm. We were at a Christmas function, <laughs> and half of the things that were laid out as the appetizers were from TikTok. Yeah, Kevin Spr- Kevin I- Spriggs, the general manager downstairs of sales, is a TikTok. Recipe guy, all the time. I that's all. My wife gets so mad at me because I'm playing the the recipes all the time on uh-uh. Instagram. I don't I don't go on TikTok, but they're on Instagram yeah. as well eventually, right? And you know they they always got that stupid music in the background, uh-huh. right? And she just hates that. She always gets about I'm I cannot look away from a recipe uh-huh. uh, on Instagram. <laughs> and I saw these Big Mac tacos so many times, and I had to try them, so I did. What's what worried me was because you 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 put the meat on the on the taco shell, right? Yeah. And you cook it raw, and I was worried about what to get cooked through because you mm-hmm. flip it over. And oh, yeah. The other side, but it was delicious. <laughs> all of my delicious. look at that. All of my saved Insta posts are recipes. My Good too. lord. My well, too. move over. Company's coming cookbook. I guess I don't know. TikTok's uh, moved on out. 